0: I have a video clip of it, so you'll be able to see this at some point. We walk down the stairs. We see the train waiting in the station. I'm like, yo, that's our train we need to get on. So we start running towards it. Taylor's in front of me, though. I'm behind holding the camera like this. Taylor gets on the train. The door, like, shuts on him. But then he gets in, and the door immediately shuts in between us. And Taylor goes to the window. He's like... (laughs) <laughs> because <laughs> i'm i don't i didn't have an international plan i didn't want to pay for an international plan for my phone on this trip so i had no phone service i had very little clue of what station i was going to i like don't know my way o- around london like i was gonna say snort a line of caffeine but maybe cocaine is just the way to go to get the full
1: <laughs> sure
0: <laughs> do you want to go do that real quick and then we do intro or are you ready
1: yeah, yeah I'll, no i'll be right back actually. okay 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 yeah.
0: All right, everyone. Welcome back to the Teen Finance Pod. Uh, it's it's been, actually, it's been two weeks. It's been exactly two. No, no, it's been
1: three. Two, I think.
0: Um, no, I hope three Three? because every week it's been a week,
1: right? Yeah,
0: and we missed two two weeks, so it's been three weeks since we've last talked. Um, but we are back from our. Our unannounced, yet kind of warned hiatus, I feel like we gave a fair warning that like there was a chance. I mean, we told people what was happening. We said we were straight up with frantic February and that we would be very busy. And I feel like that comes with the implied, uh, we might miss a podcast upload. I don't know. I was in the UK. Masaya was in Zona. And then we both got back from our trips and got bogged down with schoolwork that we had to catch up on. So naturally, um, we didn't really have time to uh, record our, our silly little fun time podcast. <laughs> <laughs> also, we're both in our comfies, by the way, because it's like midnight. And I feel like if we're ever recording around midnight, we get to wear the comfies. It's just like, I feel like
1: it's, it's justified at that point yeah i think you can kind of see how things are going for us right now judging by the fact that we're coming at midnight we're not hey i was we we
0: were we weren't about to go a month without uploading a pod though that just doesn't just doesn't happen that's too much and we we because we haven't um shot an episode in like three weeks or whatever i and and because we we did a lot of traveling we have stuff to talk about we have some some like i've i've like I have two arbitrage opportunities. Actual, this is a, this is a double arb episode, <laughs> which I don't know is giving if, if that's giving too much to you, um. We'll, we'll see if I do one or, or both of them. I I think I'll probably just do both. Um, but then also uh purchased a new five million dollar headquarters in Arizona. Uh, Coming soon. Yeah, that's a little bit crazy. And then I want to tell uh talk about um selling bodies on the black market as a as an entrepreneurship side hustle. <laughs> it's so bad bro i don't know if i'm even allowed to say that um
1: (laughs) our videos gonna get zero views we're gonna wonder why
0: (laughs) yeah i know we just get like shadow banned um (laughs) i think we just jump straight into it um i went to the uk it was a very very fun trip it was it was eye-opening i think i um i'd never really been to not i it's not well i guess it is i had never really been like kind of been to a different continent i've been to hawaii which, te- is it on the North American shelf? No, I there's that mm. there's that fault line that goes up like uh, the San Andreas Fault, I, right? Is not I don't even know.
1: Yeah, I guess not technically.
0: Um, I've never been to Europe. Went to the UK. Went to Edinburgh and London. Both were amazing. I think I liked Edinburgh a little bit more. It felt a little bit more small small town. It's actually where we we stayed in a hotel that's in the place where Diagon Alley and Harry Potter is based on. So if that oh, gives really? you any hint as to how magical it was there, like it seriously was something else. And then London was sick too. We just got to like, uh, go explore the city, uh, via the, the London tube, get lost in the tube. I actually quick story, not related to business in any way, but I think it'd be, it's just a funny story. So I, no, no, I'm going to save it. I'm going to save it because it ties into something that actually I'm going to talk about later. Um, but first in Edinburgh, Um, Edinburgh has very, very rich history and something in all the tours that we went on, something kept coming up and it was the body snatching. So body snatching was like the hottest thing in Edinburgh, like hundreds of years ago. And why? It's because the University of Edinburgh, which is part of the reason why we went there um, for a biotech trip is because they do a lot of medical research and they were at the forefront of medical research. In the past. Maseo, what do you need to conduct medical anatomical research? Doctors. You need doctors. Equipment. What do they, what do the doctors need to learn about the human body?
1: Dead bod oh, dead bodies.
0: Exactly. So there's this big demand for bodies. We we <laughs> basic basic economics here. When there is a demand, what will always pop up to uh, to reach that demand? The supply. So basically, people are dying, but they don't want their bodies to get, you know, sent over to get dissected. So what do people start doing? When a body is buried fresh, they'll go into the graveyard at night and they'll snatch it and then sell it to either universities or researchers or doctors who want these bodies for you know it is like medical research purposes still not the most uh morally righteous things but uh it happened the reason people were doing this is because these bodies sold for a crazy amount so they're the estimates what people say vary but basically goes from like two to uh ten pounds which now you're like uh that's like you know in in u.s dollars it's like you know, two to ten dollars basically. The thing is back then that was like bit like a month. It was a couple weeks to like six months worth of your salary for just snatching no, one body. No, no, no. So you can see why people started to do this. So um <laughs> that sounded bad too. I'm not saying that you should <laughs> <laughs> Oh
1: that's why so this is why we should do it. Right?
0: <laughs> um all right. Basically people took it to an extreme and the uh, two people who really took it to an extreme were William Burke and William Hare. So these guys said, all right, there's the, there are these dead bodies, um, buried fresh and we're going to go and snatch them, but it's still not enough supply. Plus people are like starting to keep the dead bodies in like cages for five days in fact, fi- you, you need to get the bodies fresh, right? If you wait too long, then they're no good for dissection. So people would, like, put these bodies in, like, body snatch-proof cages. Um, We actually like, saw some of these cages where, that they put the bodies in at uh, one of the cemeteries. That, fun fact, is home to probably an estimated half a million bodies Whoa. in, like, a tiny cemetery. Half a million. Just stacked on... There's, there are caskets less than six inches down under the dirt that i was standing on kind of a weird weird thing talk about a shallow grave (laughs) right i know um (laughs) but these uh you know they put these bodies in the cages so that they would like decompose enough to the point where they weren't going to be snatched and then they'd like fully bury them so these guys are like all right what's the way (laughs) what's the way we can get the freshest bodies you do the killing yourself these guys oh, killed I thought it was 16- like going go in the cages. Nah, nah, bro. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, William Hare and William Burke, were s- killed 16 people. They would get them drunk. They would invite them over, get them drunk, kill them. And then they would sell their the bodies to Dr. Robert Knox of the University of Edinburgh and his students, and they would go and dissect them. Eventually, um, I think it was, oh, yeah. So William Burke's body was dissected, and his skin was made into a notebook like like in edinburgh if someone does something bad they like would just hang them there's like a bar across the street from us called the last drop because right in the square like maybe 100 feet from our hotel is a place where they would like execute people and like hang them so if you like Whoa. did a bad crime you would just get like publicly executed and like people cheered it on it's like the weird culture of edinburgh but yeah this guy's skin was turned into a notebook just thought add that on but um it really shows you these these interesting ways that um people have made money in the past and it, it makes me think what are like these weird ways people are making these weird and morally incorrect ways people are making money right now. Like what is the modern equivalent? And it's, I mean, obviously there, there are a lot of um, like the, the body snatching thing. It's a little of a bit more of a gray area when compared to like other, like, you know, human trafficking, because like the bodies are dead And the medical research that came out of it, like greatly improved, um, the live like greatly expanded the lives of you know people who are alive, and makes like you know life expectancy go up. So I'm not saying I'm not saying body snatching is good, but it's in a grayer area than like the current things. But um, yeah, I thought that was interesting. And when I heard how much those bodies sold for, I'm like, that's
1: it's just so
0: you know, like, and, uh,
1: like, so did the, the, the university, <laughs> ask me questions,
0: they, and say, oh, please, so I can, I'm, yeah, gonna, yeah. I'm gonna say something messed up, so, bro. <laughs> so,
1: so, so, when the <laughs> university, right, when these two guys kept walking with dead bodies, they just didn't, question I mean, they it.
0: just assumed that they were body snatchers, which like, yeah. of course is like, illegal you're not supposed to do it you know families would go and like defend graves like they would go and sit there with like like swords and like guns and and stuff and like defend the graves so you had to be like undercover but like everyone was like body snatching at that time um and I mean they if they if they like snitch on their body snatcher then all of a sudden they don't have bodies to dissect and they need like a ton of cadavers so yeah Huh. We saw a lot of the body parts, like like preserved body parts from like hundreds of years ago. There's like, there's like a f- a foot. There was like oh. there were like private parts, just like in in like that have been preserved, like like hundreds
1: of years old. It was it were they was... well preserved? Like it just yeah, like... <laughs> straight up. Oh. <laughs> uh, yeah. What do they uh, preserve that in? Is it
0: like some special did... like liquid or I don't even know what it is. <clears throat> um, wow. Yeah, I mean, it interesting part of Edinburgh's history. Um, now moving into the the lighter, (laughs) I was that segment completely random or was it just like fun? (laughs) Like it's like kind of ridiculous, kind of like not funny but kind of funny. Um,
1: I thought you were just gonna talk about like a store you went to in Edinburgh, not
0: (laughs) no. (laughs) <laughs> Bro, the, the this is like like what I took away from the tours was body snatching. I, that's all they like. All the locals there are like very proud of it for some reason. I don't know body snatching. It's like their thing. It's all they. It's 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 all they talked about in the tours. Um, yeah. Besides that, we went to castles and stuff. But um, it, one thing we did notice. So we were going to all these um, ninety or like not like like the the corner stores and stuff and. I think a lot of you already know this, but prime is huge in the UK. Like they have a, they have like a weird addiction to it and there isn't a supply there. So when you go there and, and we went into these stores, they have prime up with like their liquor and stuff and it's locked in a, in a thing. And it's like, if you want to get like a normal bottle, it's like 15 bucks. And then if you want to get a can of Prime Energy, which, like, my boys are drinking at baseball practice, it's, like, $50 to get a thing no of, of Prime Energy. Arbitrage opportunity in sight. So <laughs> what you have to do is you have to somehow get Prime to the UK. I don't know if you can, like, maybe like just, like, smuggle it in your... Uh, are you allowed to bring liquids in your... If you do it in your checked bag?
1: In a checked bag, yeah. Yeah. I think, though, they might question it, though, if you have, like... A ton of prime. Not so maybe you just liquid. do like one
0: or two or something. Um, but prime basically it's just so much more expensive there. Where in the US it's like, you know, Prime entries is like three bucks or, or something like that. So yeah, it's
1: not that hard to get either.
0: It's not hard to get. There's there's it's, a good amount of them now. It's just like out of stuff. Um, but yeah, I know they has they have a super weird, like like kids there just go crazy for it and they'll get their parents to like give them fifty dollars to go and buy one bottle of like what is essentially a Gatorade um yeah it, it was uh, just seeing them up in like a lock box and we're like talking to the the guys there and like yeah man it's like people who want it they buy it and stuff I'm like wow mate that's pretty amazing um yeah uh, the the mandums over there the the mad about prime really really are um <laughs> on top of that I'm not gonna I'll stop doing that um, another thing that was Arbed in the in the opposite way, in that actually you wouldn't need to really smuggle anything. Um, my one of my friends that I was on the trip with Taylor, he was looking to buy a new saxophone. And for a couple different reasons, mainly because saxophone, there aren't as many saxophone collectors in the UK, mainly just players. Saxophones are way cheaper there. Um, hmm. and by way cheaper, I mean like like way cheaper. So, a saxophone that is like $13,000 here in the in the states was like 6,500 pounds in the UK. That's like $8,000. Um, that's like a $5,000 opportunity. So, this is where the the funny story came in. When we were on our way to the sax shop, we actually we we saw I have a video clip of it, so you'll be able to see this at some point once the, the video from there comes out, but we we walk down the stairs, we see the train coming, or, or we see the train waiting in the in the station, I'm like, yo, that's our train we need to get on, so we start running towards it, Taylor's in front of me though, I'm behind holding the camera like this, Taylor gets on the train, the door like shuts on him, but then he gets in and the door immediately shuts in between us, and Taylor goes to the window, he's like, <laughs> because I'm I don't I didn't have an international plan. I didn't want to pay for an international plan for my phone on this trip. Um Taylor had service though, so he was like navigating for us with uh with Apple Maps or, or Google Maps or whatever. And so I had no phone service. I had very little clue of what station I was going to. I like don't know my way around around London. Um but I I so I, I got on the train after him and I had heard um I'd heard him say three. So I guess, okay, that th- like at, at some point, like while he was like reading off directions, I'd hear him say three. So I'm like, all right, I'm just going to guess three stops. I waited three stops and sure enough, there he was. So a little bit of a crisis avoided. <laughs> I could have gotten stuck in London forever and never came back. There would have been no more teen finance pot. I would just be like on the streets of London right now. um Yeah, that's uh. He didn't oh, end up getting so the saxophone. I think I, I should have just like like gotten one and then just like resold it here because the it really is like it's it's a $5,000 difference. I'm not saying that's like the it's like kind of like a it's like it's like a scalper type thing to do. Um, But I mean, that sax shop was pretty sick. It was like it, that's like the the Mecca for sax players, I think, because we showed we sent a picture to Dan and he was like jealous. I think the Sax Co. it's called in, in London. The sax Co. That Bro, there it is, like, like the saxophones. there are so pretty. It's actually pretty sick. Yeah. That was my trip. It was really fun. I want to go back. Public transportation is sick, dude. Like I <laughs> wish we had that. It's it, it was actually yeah, really well, fun just getting to like we don't like not have to take a car everywhere. Um yeah, we take the train down from Edinburgh to uh St. Nietzsche. And we, the part from Edinburgh to Newcastle was really pretty because it was just like along the coast, like coastal towns. I want to go back, man. <laughs> we need to find. We need to do like a teen finance tour, and then we can. The only thing I didn't do is I never called Max Bunting while I was there. The guest that we had on from from the UK. They're gonna break I mean, it to me. That we he did it, it with Max. We didn't really have any like free time. I'm, that's actually not true. We could have. I, I don't. Does he live in London? Did he say that, or is he somewhere else? I think he wasn't
1: in Manchester or something. Oh yeah. So I don't know. Right? That's what um, he said.
0: But yeah, a the little little regret, little regret. If we ever go to New York, we need to link with uh Morty. With or Morty. Yeah. I might be going to New York uh at some point soon. Oh, I nice. need to I need to tour schools there. So
1: I'll probably end up there Make this it summer. happen. Bro, we should go together. My, my grandma <laughs> lives in Schenectady, so like far from the city, but it's still there. So
0: cool. Cool. Yeah, no, we need to make it happen at some point. Team finance. Yeah, Stewart. we could go
1: though. That'd be fun,
0: huh? Yeah, we'll we'll meet up. Meeting up with Morty would be pretty pretty epic.
1: <laughs> All right, go meet each other in New York to meet up with Morty.
0: Yeah, that would be fire. <laughs> what do you mean?
1: That'd be so sick.
0: Record a pod, just like in
1: at dinner with Morty.
0: We should invite ourselves over to his house and then like do a little MTV crib tour and then record the pod. <laughs> All right, say enough about my trip. It, it was sick but i want i want to hear about your trip
1: oh right your little, yeah, little yeah, zona so, expedition a little zona expedition so um you know Teen finance we just acquired a building Yes, it was you know ballpark five million. Ballpark um,
0: five mil, yeah. <laughs> we put it on the black card. If you're wondering how we got that money, we just yeah.
1: Um, well, it's just because like you get the points, you get the one percent cash back, and one percent of a of five million is really a lot of money. So so it's
0: basically free. <laughs> like, it was, it was and, free. It was we ta- we, so um, basically we tax wrote it off as a business expense. And we got yeah, that one percent cash back, so after all, it's space, it's essentially free. Yeah, yeah. It didn't cost and like sand. we
1: already make, you know, we're making like trillions a year, so like that the tax write off was like no money out of our pocket. <laughs> yeah, basically. But um, you know, it's about twenty thousand square feet, twenty two thousand. Damn, about an absurd amount of office space, like more office space than warehouse almost. Really? So yeah, so we're having to um for knock out some walls. Are you actually? To, uh, yeah, to expand the warehouse into the office space.
0: Well, how much hardware does do you want are are you can do, can you tell the pod about uh the the whole I don't know. Is that is that a lot to be talked about or what,
1: is that No, no, it's all open. Whatever. Part, it's all open.
0: I, I think you yeah. should talk about it. I think it's very valuable like first-hand business, real life like events and stuff. If Which you're comfortable part? with it.
1: No, no, I'm fine. What what part are you talking about?
0: Huh? The split and the the getting the different parts of the company now
1: oh right 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 so my dad used to be a part of a company called arcx which was split into two called arcx solutions and then arcx just arcx right and um so arcx by itself is canada only and so my dad had full ownership of arcx solutions in the u.s and then partial of the one in canada oh i didn't um, know that I thought yeah, it was just uh, the US part. No, no, he had a little bit of Canada as well. Mm-hmm. But um there were some disagreements about like payments and like workload. And then I think it was something with like payroll. Like he was trying to take payroll out of the US company for the Canada one, mm-hmm. which is super illegal in the first place. But um <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that so basically they just they just split. Um I don't know what financially happened there, but so now we have Jagco which is our new company. Yes, sir. Jaget, last name. (laughs) It's um, a sick name. Yeah, so now we have Jagco. And so we just acquired the building, you know, the big building now. So we're hoping to throw a lot of equipment in there so you can kind of like scale up the business a fair bit. Because right now we've been outsourcing to just random fabrication shops and storing in like warehouses, (laughs) like paying monthly for them. I mean how much so,
0: hardware is really involved with the uh, the business is it is um, it more now do you know like
1: yeah no it's a lot more now cuz they're trying to do like full automation now yeah. rather than just tooling Dude you so need to like,
0: you need to tell your dad to just throw an AI on every single like part of the website <laughs> just like spam AI and like machine learning and like artificial and all of that stuff and it'll like just make everything. the business. it'll yeah. j- I mean like there's that i feel like the ai is in like uh it's in a little bit of a is it a boom or a bubble i don't know but um definitely a trend i mean it's a trend yeah i mean like the other day i was just looking through and like c3 ai stock is up like 50 percent. <laughs> that's so crazy
1: i feel like it, My, the hype will die down a bit it will
0: <laughs> die down it will die down yeah. but um yeah building is sick i didn't realize there building. was so much office space I thought yeah, it was like so a warehouse
1: only. It um well it used to be a call center, actually. That's what we found out when we so like my Bro, dad, he,
0: dude, he, he like, why <laughs> are we even still doing this uh the the whole like automating supply chain thing? Why do not we just open a scam call center?
1: No, literally, that's what I was telling him to do. I told him to just not knock out Half the building, right? Yeah. Just keep and it there. Dude, Throw you have a, a thousand perfect friend for it. You have a, a
0: perfect friend for it. Oh, we're just arc, we're just Jagco. We we automate supply chain for all like the electric vehicle manufacturers. It's customer and service. You have a yeah, it's just customer <laughs> service. And then you just run that out. Dude, what the That's the easy, that's yeah. the easiest clap of my life, bro. What do you so, mean? So um
1: there's definitely like it was interesting. like I had no I had seen a front picture of the building and that was it when I got there. Yeah. So it was actually pretty cool to walk in there and see just like the sheer amount of space like you know that was like a full office building with like probably a couple hundred employees that used to work in there
0: yeah i mean for the
1: 12 people <laughs> is that how many <laughs> yeah. it is
0: yeah about 12 people but yeah. even not it not all those people are gonna go work in the
1: office no probably like four of them but okay. <laughs> it, it's just they're just gonna be storing equipment there it's like i
0: think we need a team finance studio in zona so we'll no, fly no, no, out there there's
1: there's like three rooms there that have no windows no and one big door
0: did you claim a dungeon for us
1: yeah i did i claimed the dungeon but i don't know if we really keep the dungeon but nah, we, we have a dun- th- there's a podcast dungeon there for us
0: okay i think we just throw soundproofing and then we fly out there we just get we become southwest frequent flyers or you know how american <laughs> airlines used to sell that all you can fly past
1: oh yeah for like two hundred thousand. yeah like yeah yeah it's like only story yeah yeah 11, i think we yeah.
0: just buy one of those put it on the black card and then we just like go between and here and we just and, go uh, buy another building skyport mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. We yeah. just buy a building here too. Like,
1: yeah, right now, like Bay Area real estate is so affordable. Not, no, actually, right now, everything's
0: empty. Like, if you go to San That's Francisco, a lot of the companies everything is, is empty. All those office buildings are like dirt cheating now because they can't find anyone to fill them. I don't know. I think WeWork just bought them all, probably.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah.
0: Dude, WeWork? WeWork is just the public library for rich people. Change my mind. <laughs>
1: Is that not true? No, it's true. It's, it's kind of interesting though. It's kind of cool though.
0: We work it's literally just the public library for people who get grossed out by homeless guys. <laughs> 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 is, is
1: that not true? <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's it's the public library for gentrified white neighborhoods.
1: Literally. Yeah. Literally.
0: It's this, this that's all it is. Um that's kind of true, though. But yeah, I think they're buying up all all that real estate, or they're like they're at just, least leasing it and turning them into WeWorks.
1: It's just private libraries, right? It's it's a is it monthly? I think.
0: Yeah, I don't even know. I'm sure it's like crazy. Got to be so expensive. It's for yeah. like twenty million dollars, so you can go sit at a desk in like a or a, not a desk, a beanbag, or Ooh, one of those a fancy zero gravity chairs. zero craft chairs, <laughs> or a little like cube bubble chair. Or just like mm-hmm. they just, like, one of those sit in another soft, plushy, geometric shape that or like, is definitely good for your back. No.
1: One of those, like, really uncomfortable, like, aesthetic, like, hanging, swinging chairs. <laughs> yeah, I didn't... You've sat in those before. They're not comfortable. They're not? Like, I've never I been comfortable. I thought it'd be, like, a little hammock. No, it's, like, not the ones with, like, the one string that go up. Those are not cozy.
0: <laughs> Yo. It's, like, you're just... <sighs> Real quick... Second best investment you can make. I think I've said AirPods are the best investment you can make. Second best. Did it a comfy? Nah. It's not a comfy. This chair. you standing up. Oh, right. Buy a Herman Miller. It's worth it. It'll save your back <laughs> and then you won't have back pain when you're older. And you what can you- get uh- these Aerons. Dude, they're dirt cheap now because all of during COVID, which is when I got mine. Um, I mean, these things are like a thousand dollars MSRP, but during COVID, all of the offices closed, and all of them they were tech companies that spent crazy VC money, just buying a ton of Herman Millers and stuff like that, and the offices closed, and then they're just these Air sitting there, and they're like, okay, we need to sell them so you can go and get these for like 400 bucks now everyone should do it Maseo. i know you have your cool or like, secret just lab just buy
1: chair. an unergonomic super rock hard Jamie's secret lab bro chair. buy a Come on. buy it's, i don't it's, know it's why you still car, have though. that it's a race car yeah it's, but it's like i have sat in that thing
0: it just feels like a rock does it not hurt after like a certain amount of time
1: uh i don't sit in my desk for that long ever okay but- yeah, no, Bro, it, you it need does to start get like logging hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> it has gotten uncomfortable, though. Yeah, like, like like this chair, you don't you don't realize
0: you don't sit in and be like, wow, that's so comfy. That's not the point. You just never get uncomfortable. You never realize it's there. It's just a chair, and it doesn't cause you any pain or anything. And that's the most you can ask from a chair, I think. Because if you sit in one of those like super plush, comfy, um, executive chairs that have like a ton of cushions on them you like sink into them they get uncomfortable at some point this yeah, is just like do. ergonomic it's it's all made to fit your body and it will not cause you any pain and it's it's the greatest thing ever that's my ad for not sponsored just go herman get miller one they're ad. cheap i highly recommend I, it
1: i went into the herman miller, miller store on santana have you been there before no i haven't yeah, there's there's a whole store there and they just let you sit in the chairs they dropped and a new I, chair yeah a new chair dropped a couple days it. ago I don't know. Oh, no, a couple days ago, no. I saw, like, like, 15 Herman Miller chairs that day. Because they, uh
0: yeah, this one, the Vantum. They just the dropped Vantum. the Vantum. It's $800 MSRP. Because the Aeron has been, like, the office chair for the longest time. But it looks like an office chair. It doesn't look cool. And then the Embody came out, but that one's really expensive. And now the Vantum is, like, the um the gaming-looking
1: one. It oh, just looks better. Cool, thousand dollars.
0: Just buy used, buy used air on or used in body. I think
1: that's still. Yeah, you know, I was thinking about that. This one, like, that one looks more breathable too. Like, yeah, it doesn't get hot. The chair doesn't really get. The chair doesn't really get hot, but it just gets like. I don't know, like warm. Warm. I don't know how to describe it. Toasty. <laughs> yeah, and it's like I have this like pillow that's like. Like, look, this is like my lower back support is this pillow right here. That's just yeah, I my have like a lumbar it. bar. Yeah, you see, I don't. I just have a lumbar pillow, and it's like this chair is miserable without the pillow. But um,
0: you know whose chair sucks, Raleigh's dude. That thing is like a it's an actual it. brick, dude. It's so bad. I think Dan has an air on. I think Evan has an air on. But Raleigh's chair, oh my gosh, for the amount of the t- time that kid like sits doing like homework or gaming <laughs> at his desk. I feel bad for
1: his his ass. I think he's gonna get one though. Yeah, I know for a while John he had like a stool, like <laughs> like a kitchen like, stool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like almost worse than the Costco table and like a folding chair. Yeah, and now he now he has like a full like Lazy Boy couch, and he still plays on PC. So he like that's bad. He like that's so he just bad. like hunches over. That's so bad. <laughs> It's sitting on like an $800 couch but nobody will buy a. The, like the, a I i feel like the couch the
0: couch and the dresser is the ultimate gaming setup
1: shoot dude
0: we should we should make this podcast just all about uh chairs from now on maybe the most ergonomic podcast in the world but seriously go buy a good chair if you get if you take any investment advice any any go buy go buy this stock go buy index funds go buy uh call options no go buy a chair it's, buy puts it's all on
1: the s&p 500 the world's gonna <laughs> explode dude buy spy puts those people guys yeah it just guys like buy spy puts nah this is not financial work. advice. That if you catch it saying. for a five second gap potentially
0: it, it'll trading. never work farther
1: than that. It's not dude, gonna what is Adrian's far thing farther. in
0: swing trading, dude. He actually gives me anxiety. Dude, I don't,
1: he gives me anxiety too, but he like, he keeps making money somehow. Yeah. And it's
0: stressing me out. It's, it's stressing me out too, bro. I'm scared.
1: I like, like, consistently. Nah,
0: his volume just keeps going higher and higher, though. Yeah, like exactly. He's putting more and more money on these yeah, things. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, bro, like, it's gambling, dude. Like, I know.
1: It's like, it's like I'll talk to him one day and he'll be like, he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, I just made. $400 yesterday off of like Norwegian cruise lines. And I was like, I was like oh, sweet. He's, he's like, yeah, yeah. And it just dipped today. So I'm buying back in. I'm putting like 40% of my account. Bro, I know. Like, yeah. He was
0: oh, telling me how oh, he's like oh. NCL.
1: like, for, uh, like 40% of your account into NCLH. Yeah. Not going to lie.
0: Not going to lie. I may or may not have bought Southwest and American Airlines <laughs> after <laughs> the whole, after like the whole, uh, the flight's getting delayed, like crash their stock. bro. I'm yeah. loading the boat. No,
1: that wasn't, that wasn't a bad play. That was good. Yeah. Yeah. Home Depot All right. stock. Actually, Home Depot stock kind of failed me, but no shot. I thought it never, Home. it doesn't dip. No, no, no actually I haven't lost any money, but I haven't really made any. Money. Hey,
0: if you need financial advice, just go buy Bintel, buy Chimp Typhoon, and buy Team Finance. Those are the only three stocks you need. Oh, also like real quick. Um, I think yeah. we'll end it with this. This will only take a couple minutes. We're thinking about changing the name of this podcast eventually. Teen Finance is a very good name for search engine optimization. It besides that, it's 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 quick, it's easy to remember. Um, but it ties us down. We're not gonna be teens forever, you know? Like that's something we want to think about and if we want to build our podcast off the back of that, you know. Cause the plan is Maseo and I are gonna go to, you know college and different places most likely and this is gonna how we're just gonna like link up every every monday or sunday to record an episode and that's how we're gonna like stay in touch and make banger pods but um i don't know we've been thinking about other names the current one that's like number one is back of the envelope as in like you know a back of the envelope calculation could you call it back of the envelope business back of the envelope econ but I think back of the envelope is just simple. Um, I think it definitely describes what we do, just like our basic ARB calculations and stuff. That's like a back of the envelope calculation, basic <laughs> yeah. business ideas. That's exactly what it is. Um, boat. Boat. B O T E. Boat. Then we have an acronym instead of just T F. The fuck? Fo- <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I think boat. Boat pod. Could be fire. My pod will be fire. Let us know what you think. Or don't. We might just Maybe one day we'll just be boat instead of teen finance. We'll see. <laughs> Alright, that's it. Mark your calendars. We'll see you next week. Right? We're not going to like...
1: Yes. No, no, no. Never again. Never again. Wait.
0: We, went, we went 30 <laughs> you weeks strong. We We're going to do another will 30 weeks. Will you raise weeks. one eyebrow?
1: Can you do... What? <laughs> oh, you
0: got you to gotta, you gotta <laughs> got the evil eye, bro. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we need to go to sleep, bro.
0: I'm so tired. <laughs> I saw them do my physics homework. I oh my just do it. I'm just not doing
1: I'm cracking sanity. She doesn't check it anyway. Yeah, no,
0: it's gonna be chill. Um, yeah, that's it. Bye. am okay. go to bed. You need to
1: sleep. Homie. Yeah. Yeah, dude.
0: I'm. <laughs> Ow. Bye.